Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of The Hawk Chronicles... Chief says to look around. There are a lot of good hiding places, should the patrol find the opening. Looks like you'll lose calm in that room, so go to the opening in one rotation unit for an update. Will do. Miss O'Neill. Director? Do you have an update? We've tried Kelly, and she's now at BWI. What? Alien? Oh, nothing. Storm's just telling me that you were an alien. You told him what? I said we were flying the drone tonight, and he said UFO hunters would be after us. Check your tracking app here. Let's see. Oh, it looks like they're on the move. Look at the street they're on. Say, isn't that... The street Sema is on? Maybe Kelly is on the move. She's currently at BWI. You can bet she'll get on the most direct and quickest flight. We're hoping the security force will be small here. As far as they know, this place is inhabited by primitive natives. I don't see any security. I think whatever they have here is really small. The plane is departing as we speak. Uh, The problem is there's no record of a Kelly Merritt purchasing a ticket or boarding the aircraft. And now, episode 99. Bait and switch. A fake ID? Kelly is traveling under a fake ID? How else could she have slipped by? It's like you said, she works for a law firm and is pretty smart. But I can't see her doing something like that. But then again, she's desperate to see her sister. So, Ms. O'Neill, will she be arrested? We will at least detain her at first. If she had committed a criminal act, then there would be jail time. For falsifying identification to fly, she's probably looking at probation at the most. Maybe we can scare her into going back if we don't pursue any legal action. She could possibly lose her job over this. That's the thing. She knows the law and the consequences of her actions. I just don't understand. Maybe we can clear all of this up once she lands in Rochester. Thank you for the update, Miss O'Neill. Yes, thank you. Not a problem. I can't believe it. I knew she was determined, but I didn't think she would go this far. Well, I hope they just detain her and not put her in jail awaiting a hearing. I suppose I could bail her out. Don't get ahead of yourself, Horace. Let's take this one step at a time. If you don't mind, I'd like to stay here until she lands and we get this all straightened out. Certainly. Can I interest you in some tea? I believe I'll take you up on that. I have some brewed already. Sugar? Would you have any honey? Yes, I do. It would be uncivilized not to. Thank you, sir. I'll let you add your own honey. You know, I've known Kelly since she was a wee one. She's always been very independent. If it's on her mind, you'll know about it. Yes, you will. However, she's always been one to respect the rules. Traveling under a false ID is counter to her character. She's always been quite calculating. She must have some sort of plan in place to do something like this. Well, in less than two hours, we'll find out. I don't get it. Why would they target this Metro Police Headquarters, and not ours or the Downtown Police Headquarters? Ours is right by the Academy. They'd get more bang for their buck there. 
I think it's because of SEMA. You add the headquarters, plus their command and control center for emergencies, and you have your most effective target. You might be right, but I think we need to be on high alert for the other police centers in town. Do you see them yet? No, but I can tell you that this is very weird. I've never been on a stakeout right in front of headquarters. Yeah, this does feel weird. Let, let's check the tracker again. They're not moving. The sensor on the tracker shows no vibrations. So they've parked one street over, just off Pine? Maybe our ice pick hole was off. It wouldn't take much to be off by a block. I don't think so. They're parked right behind this high office building. I know this building. It's currently up for lease, so it's probably empty. And it's catty corner to the Metro headquarters, a perfect location to do a recon. But what could they possibly gain from spying on police headquarters from across the street? Privacy. They can watch all they want without raising suspicion. What time does SEMA close? 5 p.m. Why? I'm just thinking, if they want to disable SEMA's ability to function without a lot of collateral damage, they could either blow up the building after hours or disable the ability to function during working hours. Well, they blew up the cell tower late. Yeah, and Soren told me that they tried to blow up that big tower in Sweden when it was unoccupied. If they're trying to do this surgically, blowing up SEMA at any time wouldn't work because the Metro headquarters is always fully staffed. And bombing them would be like kicking a hornet's nest. Which means they'd probably do it remotely, unless this is a suicide mission. With Hungans, every mission is a suicide mission. If they did it remotely, they'd still have to deliver the package. Mail it? Possibly, but the screening on packages is very tight. I know they couldn't get any explosive past their chemical sniffers. Well, they did use a sectional. What about air delivery? Well, they'd have to be low enough to be on target. And since 9-11, no aircraft would go unmonitored flying that low over the city. Soren. Soren? Yes, Soren. And his drone. That would explain why they're over in the building for lease. It's right across from headquarters, and it's one of the only buildings in the area tall enough to see the roof. But it would take a very powerful drone to deliver enough ordnance to do significant damage. That roof is pretty thick. There's not a civilian drone powerful enough to do the job. They're on the move again. Do you want to follow them? No. Just monitor their movements. Let's get to that building's roof and see if we can find any clues they might have left. I wonder how they got in. Hungans are raised from birth to be mercenaries, assassins, and thieves. I don't think they'd have any problems breaking in. Well, I guess I can contact the landlord to get a key. Not a problem. I have a key. You have a key? I have a key to every lock made. Right here in these hands. Well then, we did see evidence of a break-in, so I think we've got grounds to investigate. Let's go, Master Key. We need to get to that rooftop. The path from here is steep, but you will have good cover all the way to the tree line. We will lead the way. On the flat, I will take my warriors to where our sun sets. 
You must remain hidden. We will blow the mantra horn to start our diversion. We will monitor the area. No one moves until their troops go in pursuit. In the meantime, I want you to send one of your tribesmen back to the blind and escort Nate back to his ship. We'll give you a handheld translator for him. Nate will set it for him. Uh, Chief, you know, this sounds too dangerous for you and your people. Uh, you're no match for their weapons. They have never killed any of my people. They choose instead to take them for forced labor. If they overtake us, we will submit. I will go and instruct my warrior to escort your Nate. Here's the translator. Once we've secured the package, I'll send a squad to rescue you. They should be off their guard, since you will be easier to control. We'll surprise them and stun the whole group if we have to. Barnes, as soon as Nate checks him, tell him the threat is gone and he can return to the main cave and await one of the Glazen warriors. I will do. Chief, take your warriors and move into position. We will follow you down. Go! Alright, move out. On the Glazens. You think this is gonna work? We've come too far for it not to. Rage only has a skeleton crew here. It looks like they have Lister's escape craft and one troop transporter. With him, Wi-Fi, and Lynn, that leaves room for only about a dozen. We've seen four in the scout vehicle, leaving eight. I would guess since Wi-Fi is pushing hard to get the ore mine, he's using two shifts of four. So it's a good bet there are at least uh, four guards in the mine and four off shift. I doubt they even need a guard on Lynn. <laughs> if he tried to run, he wouldn't last an hour in this harsh environment. Another consideration is that some of their scientists came over on Lister's shuttle. I'm sure that there was Lynn monitoring his every move. They shouldn't be too much of a factor. This is Nate, checking in. Sounds like you guys are making final plans for rescue. Uh, hey Nate, we're on the move now down the mountain here. Chief is sending one of his scouts to lead you back to the ship. The area's clear now, so you can move back into the main cave until he arrives. He'll then lead you back to the ship. Alright, but what do you want me to do from there? We'll give you a call. Hopefully it's to land here and pick everyone up. Sounds like there was an or in that statement. Or we'll call you for rescue. But with the forces we have available, I'm confident we'll just need a ride from you. Roger that. We'll be ready either way. Just one request, though. What's that? Tell Chief that the scout bring me some chocolate parts. Preferably without nuts. Yeah, right. We'll do just that. Alright, I'll contact you once I reach the Mercury. We'll be monitoring this channel, so just give a shout out when you need me. We need to shut down now. Battery's indicating well. Roger that. Switching to TACCOM 1. Mercury, this is Barnes, and we set up for a relay to Step 3. Roger that. Great. Mercury's for Step 3, over. This is Step 3. Go ahead. This is Mercury's relay from the Tango Satellite Release Team. Great. Go ahead, Tango 2. Uh, this is Tango 2. We are beginning release procedures for the satellite. Insertion trajectory has been calculated. All systems are go. We'll advise you upon reaching the release point. Over. Tango 2, copy that. Does the package appear to be ready for release? Over. This is 2. It appears that there are a few obstructions will need to be cleared first. We are confident that we'll be able to do so before the current cycle is completed. If we encounter too many obstructions for the release, we will advise you for assistance. Over. This is 3. Understood. We will be standing by to collect data. Over. Uh, roger that. Tango 2 out. This is Mercury link closed. Opening operational channel now. Thanks, Tika. Were you able to monitor our instructions tonight? Copy that. Once he and the scout are on board, we have our systems online for rapid departure. 
You say the word and I'll be there. Sounds good. You'll have to make a vertical landing on the main pad. It's clear. Copy that. Just let us know if we need to come. I think your expression is loaded for bear. <laughs> you got it. Lock and load. Uh, yeah. Power would have to be off. I could use an elevator right about now. Sounds like you could use a little less of your St. Louis famous ribs. <laughs> and the wings aren't that bad either. Good view of the building from here. I don't have any doubt that this would be the perfect place to launch a drone. But what will they be delivering? I think we can rule out explosives. But I've got a hunch, though. All right. Well, what's that sharp detective mind of yours saying? Two large induction fan units on the roof. That could mean poison or maybe some sort of knockout gas. Makes sense. They could deliver knockout gas that will concentrate on the upper floor, giving them time to go in unarmed past the metal detectors. Fake SEMA badges. Head upstairs. When? Maybe right close to closing time? I would think so. Someone's closing time now. Maybe they were checking out the light, obstructions, things like that. Plus, if they went in after 5 p.m., someone would be suspicious of someone going up to SEMA after it was closed. My guess is that only one of them will go in while the other works the drone. So what happens when he gets in there? He couldn't smuggle explosives past screening. Rage's whole approach to this is electronic sabotage. They want to disrupt our ability to communicate, and I think they can do it without blowing up the building. A computer virus. They could infect the whole 911 system, police computers, everything that SEMA is tied into. To do this, they would have to use a very fast-acting and fast-dissipating gas. Otherwise, they would be affected when they went in. That supports your theory of just one of them going over. Once he was in position, the other one, operating the drone, could release the gas. Also, if the gas was too persistent, it would settle on the lower floors and incapacitate some officers, raising an alarm. This is all guesswork. We need to notify our federal contracts and also have them look at other targets that you and Soren found on that list in the warehouse. And what do we do in the meantime? Monitor the tracker on their van for starts. And once they make their move, we need to get there first and hide. When they pull out their equipment, we take them down. If we want them alive, we're going to need our own knockout gas. These guys would poison themselves as soon as the mission fails. Soren has a lot of experience with their tactics, having gone undercover with them. He might know the best agent to use on them, too, since he was with Interpol Special Ops. All right, let's head back. We'll need to work a plan around Chris. We can't get him involved in the takedown. There's just too much risk of him discovering that there are aliens among us. Hey, we're not that bad. No, but you'd be awfully hard to explain. This is where we part ways. I leave you with the warriors promised. When the sun has set, we will begin our diversion. Luck be with you. And also with you, Chief. Barnes, I want you to monitor for any wireless signals. Will do. Hey, my monitor heads up is showing an acceptable level of O2. It looks like we would have sent even more. Everyone, helmets up. Monitor yourselves. Any signs of hypoxia, lower your helmet. We need to keep the pace up, so pop some air if you need it. I'm picking up some static. Normally I'd ignore it, but besides us, Rage is the only other source of wireless signals. Could it be atmospheric or solar? No, I'm, I'm picking up intermittent chatter. Good. 
Let me know if there's anything that would help us. Will do. Hey, if you want something that helped me, go to the mess hall there and put me aside a nice big steak. What? You can't wait to get back to the ship and dig into those delicious Boldabar cafeteria meals you have? Delicious and Boldabar cafeteria. I don't think they go together. So, what's up? Wonder where you guys said the patrol got out of their vehicle. They've got a trail cam set up. It didn't catch me because they've got them pointed directly towards the trail. Ah, uh, it's the best if you avoid them at all costs. On the contrary, my earthly friend. I was thinking about putting on a show. What? Are you crazy? Crazy like a bush dog. Think about it. What'll happen when they see me right after the chief makes his move? Nate, I think I see where you're going with this. They send out a small party to deal with the chief. Probably the three or four off shift. Then you make an appearance on Rage TV. And I'm sure they'll send a squad back here, leaving two guards on the closet. You should be in a position to see the camp by then. As soon as the patrol departs, you'll let me know, and the guy and I will be beating feet back to the Mercury. We've got enough oxygen saved up to make it a quick trip. You should be able to get past the road that makes a junction with the path. They'll head for the trail camera. That should give you enough time to make it back to base camp and take your rover back to the Mercury. Ah, uh, sounds like a plan. I just hope I can explain all this to the guy coming. I will know what he's saying, but with these handhelds, he won't have the slightest idea what I'm saying. It'll be like that game you showed me. Charades. Not to worry. I gave Chief a handheld to give to the guide. When he gets there, he has instructions for you to turn it on and check the calibration settings. So you should be good to go. Sweet. As we get close to dusk, Monitor this channel, and we'll coordinate the attack with you. You got it. George, have you finished the solar panel inspection? I have concluded power readings from each panel array. There is a deficient reading on panel section 3-alpha. You will need to prepare me for an EVA for repair procedures. You like those EVAs, don't you? Like? Extravehicular activities are part of my programming. I am merely following standard protocol, Commander. I'm saying I could do the spacewalk and repairs. One of the primary missions of all RoboSeries astronaut assistants is to do EVAs to reduce risks to the astronaut fleet. Right. My sensory awareness program detects the possibility of sarcasm. Just saying, you know you want to do it. I know you're not programmed for emotion, but I would even bet you Miss Vlad. Miss? Yes, Miss. You two bicker like an old married couple. Commander, you are now not making any logical sense. Per my protocol, I may have to subject you to a psychological evaluation and report the findings to headquarters. What I'm saying is you find your interaction with Vlad stimulating to your learning curve and you miss that stimulation. Again, Miss. But... I think I understand your analogy and emotional references. I do find Vlad's interaction to be a challenge to my logic programming. Communicating with him improves my understanding of human communication and interaction. The stimulus would be beneficial right now. The definition of, you miss him. We will need to resume this dialogue at a later date. I am receiving a transmission from IDF headquarters. Subject? Controller status. Relay to the controller. Tango Protocol. Step 3, Boulevard Base Station. For Controller 3. This is 3. Go ahead, BSS. Message from Headquarters as follows. Advise status of Controller 3 and Tango Portal Satellite Relay. Message back. Satellite deployed and undergoing testing. I am remaining on site to monitor operation. 
Time on station expected to be two time rotation. Understood. Message relayed. George, do you miss me yet? There is that term again. I am not sure I understand the full meaning as of yet, but it would be beneficial for me to engage interaction with you as it helps me to develop my communicative skills with astronauts. Yes, I knew it. Robo for Mrs. Vlad. Commander, we have deployed the satellite array and are waiting for the next solar cycle to test radiation interference. I understand. Then all systems are currently a go? Yes. Once the test has been made, we will retrieve our monitoring equipment and return to the BSS. If the radiation readings are too high, we will install the modified deflectors. However, everything is going according to plan. We will contact you immediately after the test. Copy that, sir. BSS clear. Alright, George, translate. The rescue team is in position awaiting dusk on Galaza. Everything is going according to plan. That means that before sunrise, they should all be aboard the Mercury for their return trip. If there is heavy resistance, the Mercury will intervene with its onboard firepower. Once the mission is complete, we will be notified. Excellent. So, are you ready to take that little stroll and fix the solar panel? Commander, you realize that we are in a zero-G environment. And additionally, I have no legs, so a stroll is not possible. Add it to your list of idioms, George. I only have 10 terabytes of data space. I can't keep adding your idioms. <laughs> George, yeah, that was a pretty good joke. You guys have any luck? No. We knocked on a few doors. No one saw the van. You guys are back early, too. We went to where the van was spotted on the traffic cam. It just disappeared. Not on any other cameras. We figured it must be parked somewhere. Did you check the local bars? The bars. Really? Hey, I'm serious. Those guys drink more than a Swedish Dividor. Hey, say, didn't you work at the port once? Like I said, did you check the bars? Well, there aren't any in that area of town. In St. Louis? Where on earth did you go? Along Olive Street, near Metropolitan Headquarters. Wait a minute. You tracked your van to Metropolitan Police Headquarters in the heart of downtown? That raises all kinds of red flags. Detective Richards and I discussed that. Based on how they went about destroying that cell tower, their intent is to disrupt our communication towers. Hitting a police station is out of their M.O. Yes, it's like you said. It would be like kicking a hornet's nest. We think they're just casing out all the police locations to determine response times. I think we still need to concentrate on other tower facilities in the metro and suburb areas. I suppose that makes sense. So what's our next move? Our bolo extends to all service stations in the area. They're going to need gas sooner or later. And every patrolman in the city is also keeping their eye out for them. So we have to be patient. And what? Wait until they blow up something? Well, what do you suggest we do? Exactly what we're doing now. I just want to nail these guys. We all do. Well, it's closing time. You know, Nelson. Maybe we should stake out a few bars around town. Maybe they'll show up. <laughs> like I said, you used to work at the Swedish port, didn't you? Looks like an update from Miss O'Neill. They should have diverted her plane by now. Yes, Miss O'Neill, we're here. The plane has landed in Minneapolis. I thought you were going to divert the plane and unload it elsewhere. 
based on her being on board. When we learned that she didn't buy a ticket, we decided to let it land in Minneapolis and take it from there. So have the passengers disembarked? Yes, they have. All 109 of them. And? Kelly was not on the plane. What? But her Aunt Karen was. Why is Karen on the plane and where is Kelly? Will Richards be able to keep Farnsworth out of the takedown? And will Nate and Jocko's plan to rescue Lynn work? Find out in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, Judgment Day. Sweet Sue has been tied to the railroad tracks. Will our hero save her? Well, of course, the hero always prevails on Thriller Thursdays. I'm John Bell, the hero that rarely prevails in Bells in the Bat Free, the comedy show you can hear every Friday Follies and a bunch of Sunday showcases. Oops, looks like the hero may have been a tad late there.